Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. On the radio, one till four after four o'clock, John and Ken on demand, the podcast. Uh, listen to whatever you missed. The El the, Segundo the Times says Washington is now in chaos because Kevin McCarthy has been ousted as speaker. So chaos. I wouldn't go there. Mm. If you're planning a trip to D.C., it's in chaos. Oh, yeah. People are running in the streets screaming, what do we do now? They're jumping. What do we do? They're jumping out of windows. Planes are crashing. Oh, my God. The world of politics is amended. <laughs> oh, the obsessives. <laughs> They'll just be another hack in the job. Who cares? Right. <laughs> Uh, they'll they'll vote exactly the same way as they did before. And like I said, he has a chance of actually coming back into the job. And they have to vote on actually replacing him. Who would want that job? I don't know. Of course, see, everybody's screaming at you. A bunch of idiots. Uh, well, speaking of the world of politics, uh, we now have a story involving another Los Angeles City Council member. This is John Lee from the Valley. John Lee was a top staffer for Mitch Englander. Well, that job became available when Mitch Englander got sentenced to prison for corruption. Uh, it's apparently, uh, Mitch Englander was a little close to the developers and uh, took some bribes, particularly a very exciting trip to Las Vegas. Yeah. That included uh, some payoffs and hookers. casino chips and hookers and a lot yeah. of booze. Now, it's, it's always John Lee was on one of these trips in 2017. And apparently also got gifts, but he's never been charged in the case. And what we have going on now is one of those ethics investigations. Well, well John Lee was on Englander's staff at the time. He was a and, top staff. And I guess he was making Las Vegas trips, too. You know, the, these guys uh, should never go to Las Vegas and they should stop talking to developers. They're going to end up in prison. It's such uh, a cliche. Take uh, the politician to Vegas and bribe him with hookers and booze and, it and casino chips. It works every time. 
All right, let's, let's bling on. Yeah, Blake Trolley has more detail on the story. Yeah, guys, well, these uh, accusations really seem to put Lee's hand in the cookie jar that Englander has his hand or had his hands in. To recap, Mitch Englander was sentenced to more than a year in prison. The feds charged him with trying to cover up gifts he received from a businessman on trips to Palm Springs and Vegas in 2017. Uh, his efforts included writing back checks to make it look like he was reimbursing some of these expenses for the things he received and directing that business person to lie to investigators uh, during a trip in Los Las Vegas, Englander accepted an envelope with 10 grand in cash, had escorts sent to his room, Escort. and was treated to an expensive bottle service at a nightclub and had a more than $2,000 dinner, I should say, for the whole table. Uh, prosecutors say he did try to coordinate with the business person who supplied this rendezvous on making statements. And in the accusations made official last night by the LA Ethics Commission, we're now hearing that this trip to Las Vegas, where he received some of these perks, was suggested by the business person to celebrate John Lee, who announced he was resigning from Englander's office, he was chief of staff, to work as a consultant. Lee did acknowledge that he was on the trip a few years ago, but said that he did not witness anything illegal at all, which on any trip to Las Vegas is kind of hard to believe. So, so, uh, <laughs> so these ethics charges are from the same trip that got Englander put in jail? Yeah, it sounds that way. The way the Ethics Commission laid this out is that when that indictment came out against Englander, they began looking into John Lee himself. So that's the way the Ethics Commission has uh, has kind of laid this thing out. And if you actually look at the two reports from both the indictment from the feds and from what the Ethics Commission is uh, referencing here, the trip really does line up. One of the things that they reference, guys, is this bottle service that they got at a nightclub. Uh, I did the math and I said, OK, this bottle service cost about thirty four thousand dollars. The businessman threw down about twenty four grand and they're saying the developer paid about ten grand. That was uh, from the ethics commission if you read the federal report it says that mitch englander was taken out for bottle service that cost thirty four thousand dollars so when you just do the math you can just kind of cross cross reference the trips uh -huh. and you realize well, these well, are the exact same trip. why why has it taken this ethics commission uh six years to, <laughs> to come up with <laughs> to look into this yeah when when, when this, this whole thing was litigated with englander uh three years Several ago years back yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is something I've been trying to get to the bottom of. I've reached out to the Ethics Commission today to do an interview. No word back. I reached out to the L.A. City Controller's Office on this. They haven't you know, wanted to talk about it, or they haven't reached out at least to give me an interview. Uh, reached out to the mayor's office, council president. Everybody's staying really tight-lipped about this. I know about a month ago I did an interview with the ethics uh, or with the city controller's office when their candidate for the ethics commission was swatted down. And one of the things that they said they were worried about is the fact that a lot of ethics commission investigations come right up to the, uh, the statute of limitations. Um, and one of the other questions I had on this is if he did partake in this why was he not charged i reached out today to a source of mine he's a uh, prosecutor and i was asking what he thinks may have went on here and one of his theories is that possibly john lee uh took some sort of plea deal when he spoke with prosecutors um that is something that john lee has talked about is that he cooperated with the fbi with their investigation so that again is just a theory but it is a theory that I'm hearing. I want to break down, guys, the uh, the allegations against Lee and, and what the Ethics Commission is saying he accepted. Uh, 
they say everyone on this trip, including Lee, got a suite. That estimated or the estimated cost of that suite was about six hundred dollars for the two days they were there. On top of that, Lee's accused of getting one grand in chips. Investigators say Lee attended that same high-end dinner that we heard about Mitch Englander attending that costed twenty four hundred bucks. His meal was estimated to cost forty uh, four hundred thirty one dollars. They say from there they took a limo ride from that dinner to a nightclub. This is that uh, bottle service, that thirty four grand in bottle service that I was telling you guys about 24 grand from the business person 10 grand from the developer and uh ethics commissioners say the group was sharing the drinks with female patrons mm. so they put that little detail in there which i thought yeah. was kind of funny <laughs> well what's what's that's the whole purpose right you have these escorts so. and you you want to get them drunk the Times says the per-person value of all the bottle service estimated to be $5,600 per person. Can, can I ask something? I'm That's gonna, some high-end booze. I'm going to sound terribly out of it. What is the value of $34,000 for bottle service? Eric probably knows this. What, what, what was the question? Bottle service. <laughs> what, $34,000. What's the value in that? Uh, at least probably five bottles of champagne, a couple bottles of vodka, maybe a couple bottles of tequila. Definitely, yeah, your, your least, drinks are comp. I know, but yeah. it's it's extremely expensive. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here at a five hundred dollar at most day to Costco, and some backyard <laughs> drinking. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I just don't know how. Uh, so I mean, has John Lee explained why he took this trip? Obviously, he was chief of staff for Englander, but he he says he had no idea that this was a bribe going on with his boss, huh? John. So John Lee's response to these allegations against him, he's saying investigators are wasting critical taxpayer dollars to investigate a dinner he does not remember, and that was because they wrapped up they wrapped up some dinners he went to in 2016 that were less serious. I believe he was referencing that. He says the commission has drastically right. inflated the amount of food and drinks right. he consumed during the Vegas trip, in which he took in his last 11 days as a council staffer. And he says the commission knows he's never been the target of any federal investigation. Okay, okay. I got to stop you a second. Okay. This guy is claiming he doesn't remember the dinner, which led to his boss going to prison. <laughs> he was sitting with a bunch of escorts, and he got $34,000 worth of booze. And $1,000 in gambling chips, and, and, which his staff said he and, lost at Baccarat. And he he doesn't remember it. It's, it's as if it never happened. Uh, I, you drink, <laughs> Guys, if you drink $34,000 worth of booze, you probably black out. That's true. I try to stay in denial about what I eat and drink on vacation when I weigh in like 15 pounds heavier the next Monday. So to be clear, uh, Blake, this is just an investigation to not reporting these gifts? Yes. So, so yeah. And so one thing I want to say is that these are just accusations, guys. And, and, and the way that the ethics board works, the L.A. ethics board works, is the investigators are now going to turn this over to the panel. And the panel's going to decide whether or not they think John Lee actually did anything wrong. So weirdly, the investigators, they come up with these allegations. Then they actually pass those up to the ethics board, which is a five-member board, but currently only has three members. Uh, as you remember, just last month, the city controller's uh, potential member was swatted down by the city council. So right now it's a three-member board. Presumably, there's a meeting this month that's going to be deciding whether or not John Lee did anything wrong, and if so, uh, what kind of punishment should be levied against him. And mostly, if not entirely, that's going to be a financial uh, penalty. There's no charge that he uh, provided some service to the developers, to the to the developers for the money. That's not not the, Lee. No, he hasn't. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So at so this but point, he, time, he was just sitting at the table there. Well, that's that seems to be what the uh, that seems to be what the allegations point to in this case. Right. And so the charges are he just didn't report all the goodies he was getting.
These yeah, were just that's... very nice people who were hosting his boss, Mitch Englander, and they invited him along for the fun. Right, right. They just all just very nice, generous people. Yeah, very low cut, short dresses and <laughs> bottle service. Bottle service. All right, Blake. Thank you very much for that report. That's, that's worth. All right, going thanks, to, guys. That's worth going right. to prison for, huh? That's Blake Trolley, KFI News, <laughs> on another city council member. It's just an ethics investigation. It's... I think it was a Fed case against Englander, wasn't it? A federal case. I think so. so they yeah. never charged Lee, so either they no. didn't have the goods or. You heard what Blake reported, that there's an inside story that maybe in some sense he, he pled out, or I don't know how that uh, wouldn't be public, though. I don't yeah, know. I, I, or maybe they just got him to, to hand over his knowledge of what happened with Englander and just right. said, okay, we'll leave you alone. And then send the evidence to the ethics committee. Yeah, because they were looking for the big the big, uh, yeah. the big get on this, which yeah. was Englander. All right, uh, we got more coming up, and it does involve another, well, former L.A. City Council member, Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640 Live, everywhere, iHeartRadio app. <laughs> You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're just talking about L.A. City Council member John Lee, who went on a trip to Las Vegas in 2017 with his then boss. He was chief of staff for Mitch Englander. And, of course, that trip was all about bribes. Developer or businessmen were there to try to get Mitch Englander to help them with a project that they wanted built. And the investigation to Lee is just ethics because he didn't report the gifts that were handed out during that trip, which included very expensive Bottle service. Do you think he well, touched? He touched? I'm wondering. Well, he, he's sitting there with a lot of booze and hookers. What else? Tell me more about the evening. I, I can't. I don't know. Were either. there any other ethics violations? I wasn't there. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just asking rhetorically. Any, you know, what, this well, is a half, half of a story here. Which brings us to this. On November 13th, the John and Ken show is expecting to have a huge bottle service. Oh, I can, mean. Can we get that? Well, uh, Eric, you know somebody. I was, I was about to say, I can call someone that I know who's a promoter in Vegas and maybe get some Wait, bottles. By the way, the $34,000, that, that's just really good booze that they bring to your table, huh? Really good booze, chaser, maybe some water bottles, some Red Bull. Um, Do you get to bring the leftovers home with you? <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. So you have to drink I the really whole. want to know what club these guys were at. Damn, that's You're just... implying, Eric, that you've had some pretty big bottle service trips. Is this true? or I, I've definitely had bottle service in... Before, yes. It's like a bachelor party thing, you think, guys? Not and... just bachelor parties, but yeah, just, yes. Just Friday yeah, night. Just... <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean, clubs in Hollywood have bottle service. No, I, 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 I didn't know you were a clubber. I just I just wondered, if is, is it worth that money? Well, you probably weren't paying. No, no <laughs> it's not really worth it. <laughs> okay. but, well, I will tell you it is worth the convenience of having a place in a crowded club right. that is your own area with a couch. You can congregate with your friends, right. oh, bring girls. All that type of stuff. Oh, the girls again. So yeah. That's... Well, our bottle service on November 13th, which we hope is going to happen, is to celebrate Mark Ridley Thomas going to prison. Mm. Three and a half years he got in the sentencing for the corruption case involving the bribes, uh, the School of Social Work at USC. The reason we're talking about, and I know I'm going to hear a loud sound here, Dr. Ridley Thomas, <laughs> is because they have filed a motion asking that he be allowed to remain free on bail while appealing his conviction before the Ninth Circuit. He has to start with the judge that actually sentenced him, a woman named Dale Fisher. Most believe that's not going to happen. I mean, she already sentenced him, uh, but then they'll just go around her and go to the Ninth Circuit itself. He's, Guess who's he's, on his team now? Good old Erwin Shemarinsky, the UC Berkeley Law School dean. 
the famous way out there left progressive. He's on the Ridley Thomas team with well, these they're, arguments. They're, they're looking. They're looking. And deep. Paul Watford, who was a judge on the Ninth Circuit. Boy, Ridley Thomas has money, huh? Well, he's got all these uh, business yeah, he, people. And he you raised know. a lot of money for his defense, he did. Right, yeah. Yeah, because I think a lot of people have benefited from Dr. Ridley Thomas's uh, well, largesse guess over the years. You know how much money he had a, he had a say in appropriating as a supervisor? Because supervisor, there's only five of them, right? Yeah. And they all leave each other's uh, piggy banks alone. So he helped uh, grease a lot of money to a lot of businesses. And, and they owe him. This is the kickback now. This appeals process could last years. Yeah, put him in if prison. If he's successful, he can put off prison for years. Well, this is ridiculous. And you had to guess this was coming. One of their objections is the race card. They believe prosecutors deliberately or disparately question black jurors, particularly black women jurors. Well, that that's a that's an automatic that he was going to do that. That's been, that's been his calling card since the the day that he got ran for his first office. He's yes. always, always been using race to intimidate, bully, manipulate people. Always. Now he's trying it, it again. There of were two course. black men on this jury, but there were no female blacks. And they're trying to make the argument that prosecutors deliberately pushed them off. So that's one of his arguments. There's well, a he's, number of arguments. He's got but, a lot of arguments, but actually, in, in nearly all cases, when, when somebody has con been convicted of these kinds of federal charges, they do go to prison. Because right. there's rarely any mistakes made in federal court of any great magnitude. You know, you, you also have to have something. You can't have like a, an incidental error, right? An accidental error. You have to have something that really uh, screams out that this was an unfair trial. Or, or, or somehow the evidence was, 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 was tampered with. Well, my question is this. If she denies him and then he goes to the Ninth Circuit and they don't make a ruling by November 13th, does he have to report? I guess he does, huh? Yeah, he um, has to report until uh, a panel of judges or a single judge says you don't have in to his go. Favor. Right. Yeah. So he's he's got to get a ruling, but you rarely get that. And, you and, do. I mean, you it, do rarely get that. I think Baca tried that in his federal case, and we've seen other politicians try to even uh, put off going to prison, but it didn't work. Even the knob slobberer at uh, the L.A. Times admitted that the motion is a long a long shot. Yes. <laughs> All right, we we got more coming up. Johnny Ken KFI AM six forty live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and 
$250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio from 1 till 4 and then after 4 o'clock, the John and Ken On Demand podcast. Yeah, and use the iHeartRadio app to connect to the Moist line. We love hearing from you. There's a little microphone icon you can use or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886, and we'll play those calls Friday during the 3 o'clock hour. If you were listening during this hour yesterday, we had a couple of special guests on the show. Uh, one of them was Kim Klinkenbrumer. She is the mother of L.A. County Sheriff's Deputy Ryan Klinkenbrumer, who was shot to death a couple of weeks ago in Palmdale. With her, appearing with her, was a woman by the name of Brittany Lindsay, who was the fiancé of the deputy. And it was quite an emotional interview. If you did miss it, you can check it out, as John just said, on demand, the podcast, the website, or the app. The services for the deputy are going to be Thursday. And we also put a link on the website to help the family out with a fundraiser. We're talking about all this because we have some audio from the man that was in question here, the L.A. County District Attorney, George Gascon, who announced during a news conference he would not seek the death penalty because that will not bring the deputy back to life. Thanks for that. Uh, looks like he appeared with the Fox 11 anchor, Alex Michelson. And the first clip we have concerns that death penalty argument. Ryan Clinton Broomer, the, yeah. the um, L.A. County Sheriff's deputy that was killed. Yeah. Um, you are not going forward with the death penalty in his case. You don't go forward with the death penalty in any case. Cool. Uh, neither does the governor, by the way. doesn't allow right. the death penalty to even right. happen in California. Or, or half of the states in the yeah. union now do not have the death penalty, right? right? So it's but, a... but you heard, I'm sure, from his family yeah. and that they were very frustrated by that. What's yeah. your message to his family? Look, I mean, first of all, and I, and I have said this time and time again, I'll say again. Uh, I feel horrible for the death, right? I was in policing for many years. I have attended way too many law enforcement officers' funerals. The pain that the family is going through is immeasurable, right? We are seeking life without the possibility of parole, which is a very, very serious penalty, assuming, by the way, that he's found guilty. The problem with the death penalty is the death penalty doesn't work, right? The death penalty, to begin with, has very little finality. You're looking at a process. But can you stop just for a second? The death penalty does work. It works for the families who lost their loved ones. First of all, because they're dead. 
He makes yeah. it sound like it, 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 no, when you uh, and, apply the proper uh, uh, well, weapon, the, the guy is dead. So it does work. That, plus, we've, we've not really had a chance to see this play out because to, to execute someone sometimes takes decades, even if it happens. And that obviously kills the whatever punitive power of the death penalty when you take 10, 15, 20 years to execute. Even the best states are doing this, Texas right. and Florida, are sometimes at least 10 years yeah, I between no the problem. crime and the execution. I don't care about Speed the deterrence. Speed it up like Saudi Arabia. Get in there. I, I don't care about the deterrence. I want to see them dead. Beheaded. Yes. All right, All right, put into a wood chipper, a meat grinder. I didn't think about the wood chipper. The wood chipper. We got to bring back the wood chipper. A meat grinder. Yeah. That could be slow and painful. Yes. Oh, by the way, I saw a story the other day, opinion columnist, and I think the guy was some sort of expert. He says that this nitrogen thing they're gonna, they might do in Alabama is actually quite painless. I know you don't like painless, but I'm thinking he thinks it's a breakthrough. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's just a form yes. of suffocation. Right, the, the but he says it's over... not, it doesn't, it, all you do is go unconscious. There's I've, no pain. I have mixed feelings about that, but okay. All right, we, we want more Kermit the Frog? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Right, the death penalty to begin with has very little finality. You're looking what? at a process where you have decades of... <laughs> the death penalty has little finality. finality. will be put through this roller coaster going to court over Well, and fix over that again. too! You're looking at a process... We passed a proposition to fix that. Of people that actually do get a death he sounds like sentence, a worm, doesn't he? End up being removed he is from like death. Really a nerdy because worm. Because there were other problems, Weak. mental health. There are many other components. You know, I feed worms to uh, our gecko. A system that I, and if, if one of the worms could talk, it would sound like this. This character. He does like a cartoon. Yeah. You cannot fix that. And we have seen wrongful conviction. And by the way, this, oh, is, this is always exaggerated. It makes me so angry. All right, let's stop it there. Stop. This is what we're dealing with the from this ones. other side of people in the criminal justice system. They think that there's just so much wrong with our criminal justice. There's so many wrongful convictions. Uh -huh. There's so many people in prison who are innocent. Get out of here. It's not true. It's no, nonsense. It's not. You even believe that people arrested are probably guilty. Not just and they are. <laughs> And they are nearly all the time. There is an ex it's extremely rare that someone who's arrested and goes as far as getting convicted is innocent. You don't hear well every once in a great while you hear a story like that. You know, maybe, maybe once a year out of out of out of the hundreds of thousands of millions of prisoners we have in this country. Uh, you know, maybe once a year you hear about a case. All right, now, this clip, we're going to move on to the next clip, Eric. Uh, cut five. This is a simple question about just how safe we are in L.A. County. If you had to real succinctly state the case for your reelection, what is it? I think, you know, we are showing that the, the reforms that we put in place are working. Crime is coming down. It will continue what? to go down. We're working with all the other partners to make sure that we get to a 21st century type of approach to our work where we are able to deal with mental health appropriately where we hold people accountable that need to be held accountable and people that need to be given a second chance are given an opportunity. And what we're doing is showing that that can be done. And L.A. is safer with you in charge? I think L.A. is safer today than it has been in a very long time, and I believe that it will be even more so as time oh goes on. Do you believe he said that? Well, I, clip, clip that out. I want to say that uh, forever. Wow. LA Every is day, it's than... smash and grabs, police chases, all sorts of crimes. Ooh. Right. We're safe. You got that? And I LA wanna... is safer with you in charge. I think L.A. is safer today than it has been in a very long time, and I believe that it no. will be even more so as time goes on. <laughs> oh, my no, God. Nobody feels that way. Literally, nobody feels safer 
than 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 in a long time. In fact, flat out, most people I talk to feel unsafe. They never know when a vagrant is going to attack them and stab them or punch them. They never know when a smash and grab is going to happen in the store that they walked in. It doesn't matter if they're going into a 7-Eleven, a Macy's, a Gucci. Every store feels at risk among everybody I know. Number one, boy, he is such a liar and he knows it's not safe and he knows everybody feels unsafe in this city, in this county. He knows this and he says it anyway. My this, God, what a pathological liar. What a sick. This may be coming from the John and Ken wishful thinking department, but there is uh, some rumblings that he may not survive the primary next year and not be in the top two. When people vote in March, his approval rating is 27%. Because think about this the March primary, the people that vote are probably more in tune with what's going on yeah. than the November yeah. vote. So he's got to be in the top two. And there's like there seven people and, running, something and, like that. And there's not, a, there's not a partisan split here because most of the people on the West Side that I know are nominally Democratic, Democrats, and most of the deputy DAs that are running against him. Are, are Democrats as well. So it's not, you don't have a situation where people are just going to vote for partisan reasons no matter what. They're voting because they're scared out of their minds every time they go out in a public area. They are. Boy. Right. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640 live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. start counting the days. John and Ken, KFI. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, we want you to know that there are DAs around the nation that are as bad, maybe even worse, than George Gascon. And anger is building in a place called Hennepin County in Minnesota. They have a district attorney by the name of Mary Moriarty, 59 years old, who, of course, uh, used to be a defense attorney. But it's another one of these reformers that has taken over the prosecution side in that county. And now she is angering people. She's got policies that allow accused rapists, pedophiles, and killers to stay free. Look at that. See? That's what I've been saying. They're going to go for it all. Wow. That's the final frontier. Killers, rapists, and pedophiles. She is seeking probation for one of the teens involved in the 2019 carjacking that killed a man by the name of Stephen Markey. Killed him. She's seeking freedom because he, he was 17. Did you know? It's like the... Gascon thing. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, well, they're underrated. But freedom? Wow. Like pro probation. That's all she wants. Probation. Probation. But uh, if, if, if you kill again, we might put you in jail for a month. Uh, We're going to be watching you. Make sure you don't kill a second time this week. Uh, oh, my. She, but that, that, is a, that is a real crazy person. You no know, kidding. It, 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 it's so bad uh, that the, the attorney general... Uh, Keith Ellison, and he, he's another George Soros guy. Oh, he's, he used to be in Congress. Yeah, yeah. He's hes hes way left wing. And uh, even he finds this too much. Yeah, he's he's she uh, he called Moriarty's approach in another case disproportionate to the seriousness of the crime. Uh, That's a calm way of putting it. Yeah. yeah and 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 uh, I guess it's I guess it's the, the same case. The uh, carjacking. Uh, I yeah, because there were there were multiple people. Uh, no, yeah, multiple people. Well, there were two guys involved in the car jack, right. carjacking yeah. case, yeah. right? It's the same case. 
uh, the Minnesota Governor Tim Waltz reassigned the case against the murderers of uh, Zariah McKeever to the Attorney General Keith Ellison, who's backed by George Soros. And, and he said that what Moriarty did in the McKeever case disproportionate to the seriousness of the crime. So you have she the came governor right out and swinging. the attorney general. Her first general. week in office, she dropped the charges against a 35-year-old man accused of raping a teen girl, citing attorney misconduct. Wow. And she did that in the first week. There was and a she's ca- unapologetic. In one of these stories, she's saying, this is what I was elected to do, to change the criminal justice system. Here's a case. 15-year-old girl sexually assaulted by a relative for three years. The prosecutor had to remove herself from the case because... Because this new DA was pushing her to seek probation instead of prison. Three years of sexual assaults. Three years? This lady is insane. Uh, Apparently there was another guy who was charged with dealing dealing fatal doses of fentanyl. He already had a long criminal record. Again, she wants to go light on him too. She's, say, she's making the case that we don't want prison. And this is what we told you. They don't want prison. Doesn't matter what the crime is. Uh, Gascon has said famously that he thinks 15 years is enough time to serve, no matter what you've done, including well, yeah, murder and murder right, of police so officers. These are total anarchists. They want to completely destroy the justice system, jails, prisons, the whole thing. No matter what you do, you don't go to jail, even if you kill people, even if you rape people, even if you sexually assault underage teenagers or little kids. So, I mean, this, this is it. This is, this is, and then she goes, well, wait, this is what I campaigned on. Really? Oh, yeah, here's she the camp- fentanyl she- dealer. The dealer's name is Jesse uh, Lizau, and he dealt pain pills to a 25-year-old girl who died in 2021. He was charged with third-degree murder, could have gotten 25 years. Instead, prosecutors went with probation. And maybe 200 days in jail. At the plea hearing, he admitted he knew the pills had fentanyl in them, but he didn't tell the poor girl. But this yeah. is re- this is really cruel stuff, too. It's no, very cruel knowingly stuff. gave fentanyl to kill somebody. Three years raping your your 15 year old family member. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I, I th- this is like a, a sick religion. This is like a religious cult. This so is not right. something were, to debate. There were two carjacking cases. Yeah, the one two I of them. mentioned was Stephen Markey, who was shot to death right. by two teenagers. One of them got 22 years in prison. The other one, though, uh, last-minute probation. That's it. And the family is so upset, they were asking the state attorney general to take over the case, but he declined. But, but you're it, right. There was another carjacking story in there, too. Zariah McKeever. Right. Yeah. And he was killed by two teen brothers hired by her ex-boyfriend. They wanted to try both the boys as adults. Uh, but that the prosecutors did, but they were offered probationary deals. Nice. And that's what got this the is attorney. a virus. Yeah, this they, really is. This is a, these DAs. Wow. They have to be removed. You can't you can't talk to them. They're public defenders who've taken over as prosecutors, which means, oh, yeah, well, I, I sympathize with the the criminal. No prison time. Uh, where did, got more. And where they What's taught it? this? This is a concept. Oh, and Gascon always likes to say, oh, I'm a former police officer, so I know what it's like to, to go to the funerals. Of Get out of here. Yeah, I know. Somebody's got to shut him down next time he spews that crap. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app.
And Deborah Mark is live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.